Hey guys, and welcome to Have a Nice Life. I'm Erica. And I'm Dan. And How I you bet doing? you've never heard me intro the show before. It's <laughs> we, exciting. Well, this is episode 22. Yeah. And uh, we just came to the realization oh, that... I didn't uh, say what episode it was. I already fucked it up. It's a, <laughs> You're new. It's fine. <laughs> you're new to this. I just... Uh, <laughs> feminism took a big L right now, boys. <laughs> you had your one chance and, you know, you blew it. <laughs> oh my god uh so how was your week dad uh surprisingly the same <laughs> the same i don't know it's kind of been the same for the last two months um I'm trying to think what big things happened um oh actually number one that's actually a pretty big step towards me feeling a little bit better instead of like it, it, the slide of the existential crisis i've just been going through the last couple weeks <laughs> had a slight peak today i get uh, it when... i've been there oh i know it's again we're on like alternating ski slopes at the Wait, moment so before we get into it was it a peak followed by another valley or was it like a peak and a plateau or is it a, p- a peak and like continued upward trajectory um i would say it's a peak because it only happened like two hours ago so okay. we've yet so to too, hit the too valley early to yet. call it too early to call. Uh, it's been an, a relatively okay week. I've, I've I've been accepting my fate, um, but yeah, today just to get to the most recent aspect, uh, my local coffee shop, Mod Cup, which I've talked about numerous times. Shout uh, out they Mod just, Cup. Shout out Mod Cup. You took um, one of my favorite pictures of me ever. In that really, Mod that's Cup. one of yeah. your favorites. Yeah, that was when you came for like one of my first like group shows in the neighborhood. Yeah. I had really, TV uh, makeup on because I was on TV earlier that morning. Oh, that's right. My tits are looking <laughs> huge. Oh, yeah. No, I love that photo. Well, now that wall is covered up. Oh, damn. It's not covered. It's still there, but it's not like in foot traffic area anymore. So uh, my local coffee shop, Mod Cup, uh, best place. It's literally, it's kind of a bummer. So they, they remodeled the store. I actually had like a minor heart attack when I walked past it a couple weeks ago because the whole place was just gutted. And so many places are not coming back yeah. from this uh, hiatus. So I kind of like my heart like fucking I fell love that you called it a hiatus as if coronavirus <laughs> is like a, a regional hardcore band. This brief sabbatical. <laughs> coronavirus life. with Bane in their final reunion. Just <laughs> just taking a COVID uh, sabbatical, <laughs> uh, you know, a final tour. Um, so they, the, the store was like, gutted. I'm like, oh, shit, like. It's kind of my one spot. That's how I met everyone in my neighborhood. That's like how I like talk to people. That's how I met everybody. I don't really go out the bars that much, so that was kind of my socialization hub, you know. And because it's I been well established nervous. in this podcast that we do not go out at night. We we we. That's a hard stance, you know. I uh, I tried it, and then lockdown happened immediately after. So it it's just not in the cards. <laughs> that was my one shot. What if you have to do it again it to reverse the lockdown? If I had to go out at night. Yeah, would you to do reverse it? Reverse the world's lockdown. Yeah, if it could cure. <laughs> What's in it for me? <laughs> I don't know. You, you get to <laughs> critical acclaim. <laughs> okay, so I'll be I'll be uh, raised. I'll be paraded through town on on the, the shoulders of the world. It's like the last scene in Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll think about it. <laughs> The uh, but yeah, so basically the they f- were remodeling, they remodeled it in a way that they got rid of most of the seating because that's not really an option going forward for a long time. Yeah. Um, but the slight peak of the week 
was being able to go there today before we started recording today. Oh, hell yeah. taking my, like, six-block walk, getting, uh, oh my god, literally, I don't know if I've missed it, because I've been drinking mostly hot coffee at home with, like, an AeroPress. Uh, but they, they're famous for, like, their Kyoto-style, like, drip cold brew. Oh, I love that shit. They had a new Ethiopian Sadame. Mm. And... It was, like, no joke. I don't know if it's because I just missed it so much, but one of the best iced coffees I've ever had in my entire life. Like, it, like, hit you with, like, peach flavor right off the, like, right off the jump. Ooh, I love a peach note. Unbelievable. So, that really brightened my day. Any coffee with, like, a like a stone fruit is, like, oh, yeah. always my favorite. That's why I love I those mean, Ethiopians. That's why I love Ethiopians. The, the other one I have, too, the Yurigafe. Yurigachef. Yurgachev. Uh, the blueberry and the watermelon is like phenomenal. There was yeah. one that we used to get from Counterculture when I was working at the coffee shop. Uh, it was a Bazira Gahindwa, um, natural processed. And the fields where they grew the coffee plant had formerly been strawberry fields. And it had like chocolatey mm. notes too. So even without any milk, it tasted like you were just drinking chocolate covered strawberries. That's ridiculous. It was so good. Yeah. It's uh, so feel good a little bit of my routine back again you know just just getting dressed to walk to the coffee shop alone and then getting like a nice iced coffee that i just drank on my way back home (laughs) you know it sucks to like not be able to kind of linger and and hang out a little bit um hopefully that will be something that changes over the course of you know the next coming months slash years (laughs) either way that's a feather in your cap yeah, just being able to get a, a nice iced coffee again, uh, especially with how hot it's been, it just felt so nice. Oh, it's miserable. Uh, another slight return to um, normalcy, quote unquote. Um, I went to go see my parents for the first time since this whole lockdown happened. So about two months at least, I think. Nice. Uh, it's just been so long. I hadn't seen them. I'm normally like, I'm just home a lot in general because a lot of my work is down there. A lot of the events I shoot are still, like, located in Central Jersey. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends still live down there. So, you know, we go home for a weekend, do some laundry, you know, uh, go see some friends, drink a beer on the couch, whatever. Went to go down to see my parents. I had to move my car for the street super anyway, so might as well drive, like, an hour, you know. Oh, they started <laughs> that again? Oh, yeah. That started, like, two weeks ago already. So, it's like, oh. another thing to worry about. Um, you the, love it. The street sweepers are returning to nature. <laughs> yeah the tickets are returning to my windshield uh no I've been, I've been good about it um but it just sucks uh to to wake up for it um but yeah so i went down to my parents house and we enjoyed some nice quality time on the back deck got to see my dog uh we got hoagies i haven't had a, a good like hoagie in a long time oh my god there's a person who i am friends with this is why i don't go on facebook i always open it accidentally yeah. And the first thing on my feed was someone that was like, all I want is a hoagie and I just can't trust the meat because you can't heat it up. What if someone touched it and then you eat it and then you get the virus because you ate the hoagie and it's like, bitch, that That's is like not food. how viruses work. At least it's not also, this one. It's also not how like, there's no such thing as like untouched service food. <laughs> Like well, she hasn't gotten takeout you... from anywhere. Yeah, but I mean, like, you go to the grocery store, that's probably been touched more. Yeah. You know? Uh, if, that kind of thing. Like, it's okay to be cautious. But the thing is, if someone isn't, like, coughing in your face, 
you know, the only other way to get it, if you touch it on a surface, is if you then touch your face or put your fucking fingers in your nose, your mouth, or whatever. You know? So if you wash your hands before you do that, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. You know? But people are just so... I'm sure we'll get into it because it's fucking unavoidable. It's just the absolute worst people that have come out because of this. Yeah. And but you yeah, know what? We're being... not going to forget all you COVID cops. <laughs> You're on the list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... I don't know. Going down to see my parents was nice. It was a beautiful day. Hung out on the back patio. Um, you know, enjoyed a sandwich. Hung out for a couple of it. My parents gave me another thing of Lysol wipes. I don't know how they're getting them. <laughs> But uh, the the burbs just hit a bit different during all this. I, it seems very nice, doesn't it? You get space. It, it, it's Well, so that's the thing. The reason I moved here to the city. I love the city. I've always loved being in the city. I've always loved New York. I love Jersey yeah. City. I'm always going to be a city girl, like 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I love the being. I've always wanted to live in the city. Whatever. Um, but the reason I live here is to go to the city. Like, yeah, I, I, I live here because this is where the work is. Yeah. Now that there hasn't been any work, I haven't stepped foot on a bus or a subway or anything in the last two plus months. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. I've never been nostalgic for like a crowded fucking A train or something, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like taking the A train to uh, bed. Yeah, I've never I've, I've, um, I'm not nostalgic for that just quite yet. But just in general going, I haven't stepped foot in the city itself in New York. Since, you know, for over two months. Yeah. And it's literally probably the longest I've gone without being in New York in probably close to five years at this point. So it's it's very weird. Yeah. Um, But, like, that's the whole reason I live up here is to be close to everything that's happening. And now that nothing is happening, I'm like, why the fuck am I here? Exactly. It's super weird. I was watching Broad City before this and I was, like, crying. Because they were walking past, like, one of the last fun places, like, one of the last days that we were pre-quarantine, there was, like, a really nice, like, unseasonably warm spring day and a long weekend. And my friend and I were just, like, cavorting around the Lower East Side. And they walked through there. And I was like, oh. Remember? Remember I had a a dream last night that I was at a crowded bar doing karaoke. (gasps) Oh. karaoke i know and that's another thing they said like won't be coming back anytime soon because it's literally people like belting uh you know spitting into the audience of drunk (laughs) and sharing a microphone and you know all those things i mean i'll bring my own microphone i gotta i gotta sure sm58 lying around look at this i have one right here oh hell yeah let's do a byo microphone (laughs) karaoke (laughs) night (laughs) we might be on to something uh so yeah we're good to go um but yeah i don't know so it, that was nice to get out it was nice to drive around the suburbs like you said the burbs just hit a bit different because like you can go out for a walk and not have to really like share the sidewalk with a bunch of people that's what i wanted to bring up holy shit okay so remember i told you like i have yet to be like mask shamed oh yeah uh, someone finally said something to me today so i was walking home from the coffee shop just you know, a, a bit earlier and I'm drinking a nice coffee and, you know, I, I wore my mask in the coffee shop to order yeah. my food because that makes sense. Because you're indoors, your mask, it makes sense. Because you're indoors yeah. and, you know, whatever. You're not outside on a fucking windy day. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but I had my mask down around my neck like I always do and I was drinking my iced coffee because you can't drink with a mask on. Uh, and then some woman with dyed bright red hair and, like, 
the haircut that I had back when I was like a MySpace scene kid with the back spiked up and everything. I'm just just uh, like a generic twizzy woman. Oh yeah, a, a, a quality city spinster uh, who probably has like her whole backyard's full of like wind chimes and porcelain birds. You know, <laughs> uh, so she, um, mind you, also wearing a wearing a disposable mask with her nose exposed, so you know it's real. Uh, she goes, uh, you should really be wearing your, uh, she, oh, she said, your bandana's not doing much around your neck. Ugh. And I just glared, I had my headphones in, and I just kind of didn't say anything, but I just, like, glared at her. And I, uh, so finally, uh, someone called me out, uh, but yeah, normally no one says a fucking word. It's, but literally wear she's wearing like a, her mask yeah. wrong. Well, that's why she, cause she doesn't, she shouldn't have to wear her mask Correctly, if everyone else just wears their damn mask. <laughs> but that's already my argument. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't even remember what happened before Thursday of, of this past week. It, it was all a fucking blur. Um, me and my friends, our trivia, New York Trivia League team is in the finals today. Amazing. Do you have a We're trivia cur- team name? Yes. Uh, we've... Uh, We've tried nothing and we're all all out of ideas. My friend named it. Mm-hmm, nice. Uh, I don't know what it's in reference to. I think it might be a Simpsons episode. Mm. Um, but yeah. What so, is in a Simpsons episode at this point? No, f- yeah. fucking for real. Um, but yeah, so we have that. We're number 10 out of a thousand teams at the moment in New York. So we're in like a bracket system tonight. Amazing. So that's exciting. That's really kind of all that's been going on. Um, what about you? What have you been up to? Anything out of the ordinary? Anything new? I've just been like, I mean, work has sort of stabilized. Uh, I'm just getting used to life here. So now I just, I've watched everything on TV. I've read all of the books in my house. So now I'm just going on the internet and like willingly getting upset about things. Oh my God. That's the worst like spiral to be a part of. Yeah, I know. But it's just, Just I just have to feel. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's just I need to I need to feel passionate about something I one need, way or the yeah, other. Yeah, I just need something. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, that's like so, the worst spiral though. Is like I'm out like I'm out to look at something to make me like you always send me all this cringe content and I'm just like I I just I just can't <laughs> <laughs> like my cringe uh, my cringe allowance is is very low uh, and it's also very specific. I need a specific type of cringe. Yeah. But. You, uh, you're just looking for it. You're hunting for it. That's, that's dark. (laughs) Yeah. I have a burner account and I like to (laughs) provoke people. It's very fun because it's clearly, it's clearly a troll account. Oh yeah. And, uh, people take the bait anyway and I profit. (laughs) Because it doesn't look like a bot account. It looks like a troll account. Yeah. And it's different because there is like clearly a person on the other end, you know? Yeah, yeah. So people will engage. Yeah. But I'm also like pretty convinced that almost, you know, 85% of Twitter is just bots and trolls. Pretty much. Yeah. But I do, I do love the idea of just like responding to somebody in such a stupid way that you kind of like breaks their brain a little bit to respond to. It's like, have, have you ever heard of prolific formerly yahoo ans- y- yahoo oh my god <laughs> yahoo <laughs> yahoo answers person ken m 
and now oh, he just is like oh. everywhere. I love Ken. M. He's my muse. It's so it's amazing. I love. If, you, him. if you're not familiar, uh, should you explain, Erica? Yeah, you, it's you, just like he really refined the bait and switch. So what he would do is he would just troll someone with like a really innocent question, but one that's like frustrating enough that the person's like very dismissive like you don't know what you're talking about blah 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 and then he'll just like turn around and be like oh hey you uh 36 iq person actually how about this i love uh i love when he goes on corporate accounts oh yeah it's and so will say good. something like my like oscar mile hot dogs like my my grandchildren love like sticking them up their nose or something <laughs> Or just like asking like a super mundane question or statement, and then it's like just authentic enough to have whoever's running the corporate account have to respond to it. Yeah, it's so good. It's really it's just like playing so clueless, but like innocently clueless. It's it's a master class. It's like the drill of Facebook, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. So, good. so yeah, you're uh, you're striving for greatness there. I am. Yeah, I because I just I just. Sometimes you have weeks where you're like really killing it. And then you have other weeks where like all day Wednesday and Thursday, I just kept saying, oh, I'm sorry. I can't I can't talk. I have to finish this proposal because I thought that that just like sounded like I was doing something worth it. And it's like a very adult yeah. thing to say is like, oh, I've got to mm-hmm. finish this proposal. But really, I was just like copy and pasting things and putting <laughs> off emailing it to someone. So... Yeah, that's been my week, but probably the most exciting thing that's happened to me. And it literally changed my life. Uh, our girl Gwen is back. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, oh, what a bad, well, uh, decent transition, but not one that I'm excited about. <laughs> I feel like I introduced you to this and you've just fallen further down the rabbit hole than imaginable well i mean i do my best to keep her off my timeline true but she made a claim so ludicrous that like multiple people on both sides she is she's actually doing so, like she is somehow for, conjuring for, for up, people who may not have listened a couple episodes yeah. back if you want to do a quick refresher on gwen i see you're the one who introduced me to her i'm just gonna say she's like a master of conjuring up bipartisan ire <laughs> That's a good way to She's put it. She's the great it. equalizer. <laughs> that's her that's her one liner. Yeah. <laughs> her her pitch. Yeah. So yeah, she basically came out originally as I mean, she's been like a Twitter quote unquote activist um for a while, but she made a big thread basically proclaiming that the like dirtbag left Twitter sphere are all actual fascist pipeline uh conjurers people you know kind of trying to ease the left into uh the ultra far left yeah (laughs) of nazism and fascism which is an insane claim uh but she stuck by it and now uh her most recent uh if you do the honors her most recent uh opinion (sighs) okay just take a deep breath here folks it's, it's <laughs> about I, to get I real bad. out though my yeah. soul will be released uh using the term karen is a it is culturally appropriating because it emerged on black twitter after quote the snl potato salad sketch <laughs> a pivotal cultural moment 
But like she said, this is what started it. If you're white, stop talking about quote Karens. Uh, this is like my my conjecture here. I think that maybe she takes it sensitively because she might be a Karen herself. But she goes on to say. <laughs> It's not a word that belongs to white people. And in the mouth of white people, it just means mouthy bitch at this point anyway. Don't reinforce that. Have a moment of silence if you need it, but say goodbye to that word. Should we have a moment of silence? No, I'm going to have a moment of... Loudness? Gwen, fucking catch these hands. Like I challenge her to a kumite. She's only miles away from you. (laughs) I know when the lockdown's over, I'm going to... Roll by occupied Lenape land, West Philly, on my way to my New England ass kicking. Oh, you know she's probably like staying at her parents' house in Northeast Philly somewhere. <sighs> you just know it. Cherry Hill, New she's Jersey. Like, she's out on. She's up. She's out on uh, Nantucket Island right now <laughs> at her her family's <laughs> third home. She's like, yeah, I'm just at the Cape. <laughs> Wearing salmon shorts and uh, cruising around in the Land Rover. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so that's, well, number one, no one, everyone was like, what the fuck potato salad sketch are you talking about? I, know, I don't And know. it was like, a, it was like a sketch of like Black Jeopardy with uh, like, back when, uh, I think it was the people from Black Panther were like the guests, whoever the, the guy from Black Panther was. Oh, so it wasn't even a sketch about potato salad. I don't think so. I think it was just like talking about like what white people bring to the cookout or something gwen are you okay clearly she's reaching for the stars <laughs> in terms of grasping for straws um but i don't know it's just it it hurts my brain and i'm sure our listeners are very happy to make us hurt their brains as well uh we're really putting in the hard work for you so you don't have to but Everyone was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then the thing is, so, okay, it's it's a black Twitter thing, allegedly. Uh, Erica, you're a big proponent of black Twitter. Are you familiar with it from those nec- those parts of the internet? I mean, I feel like a lot of black Twitter used the term Becky. Which is different. It Yeah, it, it is a little different. It's like if Karen was a bit more trifling. <laughs> Well, the, uh, we established last week that you're a Becky and not a Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so take that for what you will. Uh, <laughs> those with scorecards at home. Uh, so, so, okay. So the thing was, apparently that's just something that was, uh, you know, appropriated from black Twitter from years ago, two years ago. Um, but then she takes a turn for it to actually be misogynistic. Yeah, yeah, that was so, the weirdest part. So we can't say it as white people being it's a black joke, but we also can't say it because it's actually misogynistic and Karen is another word for bitch. So even people from black Twitter chipped in and are like, well, no, you're just kind of conflating, you know, the permit patties and... The- <laughs> <laughs> and all those other names from, like, when the woman called, uh, you know, that family in Oakland who were barbecuing and she was, like, having a barbecue Becky. fit. Barbecue Becky. Uh, and then, yeah, Permit Patty with the water, the girl selling the water. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and then she conflated that with Karen as being the catch-all term, which is very possible. But then, yeah, the whole misogynistic thing. And then, because, like, I mean, uh, me personally, I don't say, I don't, like, call people Karens or Beckys or 
bitches for that matter. Um, I just go right for the C word. <laughs> just straight to it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's not usually part of my vernacular. But the thing that really kind of caught me was that, because I hear girls say it more often. Karen? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, she said, oh, well, women only say that because of their internal misogyny. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. Like, there's no winning. Like, it's, I don't want to say it anymore just out of the, even dealing with it's it. It's almost like, like the word misogyny doesn't really mean anything anymore. It It's, uh, that's not for me to say. <laughs> so I'll leave that to you. But yeah, just kind of, um, you know, it's like saying something's like racist. And then if you don't think it's racist, it's because you're racist. Like, there's no, it's a non-winning battle. And uh, yeah, it's just. Fuck, it's so exhausting. Like, there's shit going on. <laughs> like, why are we policing people's, uh, you know, like, third-party bad word speech? Like, Karen is, you know, a substitution for bitch, which is a substitution for whatever. Like, can we just fucking get through the day? Yeah, please? yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's so exhausting. But uh, that was the other thing. Uh, speaking of like internalized misogyny and, and fucking rape culture, are you familiar? <laughs> you know, just casually. <laughs> Another. Let's just get through transition. these light topics yeah. before we get really heavy later on. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with the um, computerized influencer? The fucking worst combination of words I've ever put together in my life. Of uh, <clears throat> Michaela. I just love that her name is Michaela. First of all. Oh yeah. Just uh, just some kind of like racially ambiguous. I just want to, uh, yeah. I, I just want to know like who, who was like, yeah, this is a great idea. Who? Well, so there were there Oops. were like actual take him cross- to me because you know it's a man somewhere. <laughs> the um, I remember having some uh, run-ins, quote unquote, with Michaela during like Fashion Week a couple years ago. There were a couple like. Things where she like modeled different clothing lines, and I think I think when I was doing my fashion week um, show, my photo show on Canal Street, there was another fashion line that month that was doing like a whole thing with Michaela. It might have been Landlord NYC, one of those uh, like kind of fringe mm-hmm. fashion companies. Uh, and this was a couple years ago, but now Michaela just got signed as a digital entity. To CAA, the largest talent agency in the country. When people ask for representation, this is not what they mean. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, a a digital entity, quote unquote, of uh, racially ambiguous uh, digital model. Existing in the uncanny valley. And this is the kind of shit that makes me think, like, okay... Real talk for a second. Um, I'm grabbing the Rubik's Cube, which is how you know I'm about to say something real problematic. That's not the the, the Rubik's Cube I got you, though. No, it's not. The Rubik's Fuck. Cube that gave me coronavirus. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Ted Kaczynski might have been onto something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. Industrial Revolution, my ass. <laughs> It's just so bleak. Well, so it gets even bleaker, though, because someone drug up, uh, dragged up, drug up, I don't know, um, something from a few months ago where Michaela has, like, a vlog, and she describes getting into, like, a rideshare 
with another guy as part of like an uber pool kind of style and tells this like harrowing tale about how this guy put his hand on her leg and then like said some creepy shit in her ear and then she screamed and like asked to get let out of like the uber on like a highway and then having to like find another way home and like this whole harrowing tale of sexual assault essentially but this is like a made-up person like this is not someone who's real and just wrapping my head around the idea of someone creating a fake sexual assault story and what can i only assume is a way to make the character more relatable to people <laughs> is the darkest thing i have ever well it's thought, like, like in my like the darkest thing that might have like happened in this weird digital age well, it's like of, the all those things are like i forced a bot to read through a hundred Olive Garden commercials. This is like, I, I forced a bot to read through thousands of pages of woke Tumblr where it's like a, it's, it's like a oppression Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) But so just, okay. So to like, just put it into like perspective here in a, in a concise way, some ad agency that runs this account was like, how can we, Make Michaela more relatable to a female audience. Let's not make her and, like look like a real person or like have and, and, human but, proportions. But just picture a boardroom being like, oh, she should have a sexual assault story because every girl has a sexual assault story. They can relate. <laughs> I want to like, know can you what who fucking believe what, that? What robot sexually assaulted her? <laughs> like, can you fucking imagine the conversation that that went through oh my God, of what, like, if, what if it's the uh what if it's the chick robot from ex mahina and everyone it turns into this like big uh just like their their cognitive dissonance they're like uh support queer robots but also sexual assault it's it just it just puts me in a fucking state like that, that i mean it, it really says something about our society as a whole that uh, you know, women being sexual assaulted is like something to market and bond over. I don't know. See, like, see just, why I want to move to the woods. It's just so unbelievably bleak. Uh, <laughs> speaking about you moving to the woods, I was thinking the other day because you were like, oh, I just want to be alone. Even though that was like the reason you didn't like being in in Bed-Stuy. Um, you've you've turned a corner on that aspect. But uh, we were also talking about like the the kind of guys that you'd be meeting up there <laughs> and you're like that's fine i don't want to meet any guys well i had I one you, i thought i had one the first uh, the first time you bump into someone wearing like an i hate god at the uh, like i hate god shirt at the grocery store like it's over for you i don't think i'm gonna find that i think it's all dale earnhardt jr shirts up there no no there's gonna be like there, there's definitely some like questionable type typo negative shirt wearing dudes no nah, i'm gonna i like I don't think you've That's ever been. That's you're gonna to find the... that one, and you're gonna say, "Oh, this guy's so cool and unique and mysterious." But I won't. <laughs> he listens to that white N-word song by I hate I hate God, and you're gonna melt. Mm. He's gonna play it for you in his uh, Toyota Tacoma. What did I do to you? Why are you attacking <laughs> me right now? 
Because <laughs> you don't think these people exist. Like, those are exactly the kind of people. That or the, the people who move there just to be closer to the, the title fight wall. Oh, God. Yeah. It's a dark place. But you got to get ready for it. It's not, it's not why I'm moving. I'm not moving to meet a bow. I'm not moving to uh, get my rocks off. What if you met a Bo Greitz? (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking. I'm not looking for a Bo. I'm looking for a Bo Greitz. Thank you very much. Oh my god! I I would feel safe and protected. That that's That's what I've always wanted, isn't it? It's true. It's true. (laughs) Nothing but respect for my green beret. Just me and Bo Greitz living it up, feeding my chickens. (laughs) <laughs> as sovereign citizens together yeah i let's oh my god if i could have my let's own t- like, let's turn this let's turn this sovereign citizenship into a dual sovereign citizenship but like you know what's gonna happen is i'm gonna move there i'm gonna buy this land i'm gonna be happy and then that switch is gonna flip and i'm gonna be like all right time for me to be my own sovereign nation then i end like my life ends tragically in a shootout with the the atf <laughs> with the feds yeah <laughs> What happened to Erica? This all happened in like a year. <laughs> there would be like at least three different podcasts that would be like, okay, this is good content. Tragic, but good content. <laughs> Just get really into like freedom fighting yeah. and, you know, it's like starting a, your own like militia. A you'll, be a, but... you'll be a three percenter. <laughs> I, we don't have, I mean, we have a lot of weirdos who listen to this show who can probably, this show this podcast who can probably (laughs) correct me but i don't think we've had any like females like that in united states history have we it's always been it's a very male dominated field yeah why can't we have a female militia leader i feel like it's like a it's like a silly misguided masculinity thing (laughs) of just like needing power and uh just the, the the it's just like why man caves exist yeah it's like on a larger scale yeah i need a i need my own man nation a man cave is simply not enough if we have any feds listening to this i'm just kidding parody it's parody parody law <laughs> i know but if we have anyone who would like to join the compound wink wink <laughs> come armed you know i i can't wait who I said you're a, allowed the, on the... I'm trying to apply. It'll just make podcasting easier because we'll just, you know, we could have our own studio. Imagine <laughs> me know. just like trying to start my own sovereign nation, but like also still having internet. <laughs> still requiring, <laughs> still getting your fucking Whole Foods delivery. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> just picture the... T- Checking that you need a passport to, li- to deliver food to your property. <laughs> Got someone at the gate stamping it with a little like arm to, to raise up and down to let the cars in. Yeah, instead of having like a bunch of wives like David Koresh, I'll just have like a bunch of husbands. <laughs> sister husbands? Sister. Brother husbands? <laughs> no, still sister husbands. Sister husbands. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I... Uh... <laughs> And they'll just all fight over me all the time. It'll be sick. I like how at the beginning of this year, I was like, oh, I need a I need a rich guy to cheat on me and give oh me his God. money. And now by by May, 
it's may still right no, by may I it's just, just like i need a bunch of sister husbands with guns to fight over me to the death oh my god no i just had the worst revelation of all time and we've come full circle yet again <laughs> we're just making donuts on this podcast eric is uh, erica is now a polygamist <laughs> No, she's, a, she's looking for a poly relationship. No, I didn't say I was going to have sex with all of them. <laughs> You're now that woman from Michigan or whatever it was with the five boyfriends who were all going to raise the child together and then went to jail. Florida, I think. It could be anywhere. <laughs> Any town USA. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, so Erica has come full circle on the poly relationship. She's she's already ramping up on her Netflix consumption. Yeah. Soon she'll be unstoppable. <laughs> Let's get our Halloween costumes ready, boys. <laughs> In the ultimate move, me just going full Ferda. Oh my god! <laughs> get that imagine, sexy horse costume ready. Imagine the imagine like the like me looking for these men as like a Craigslist post. It's like must must play hockey. Mo- must be interested in self defense. Must own a gun. <laughs> Must have questionable taste in music. <laughs> if you weren't ever in a band, don't even try it. <laughs> Sound guys to the front. Oh my god! <laughs> I also just like. I was I was worried Think that about I was that gonna, list. I was worried that I was going to implicate myself because I was like, oh my god, this is so specific. It's about one person, and then I was like, oh my god, it's not about one person. It's about literally every person I've ever like given my body to. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and by that you implicated yourself big time. <laughs> None of them listen Just to this podcast. Of- it's okay. Yeah, but imagine the people who do fit that criteria. Just putting that criteria on like into the the universe right now there's like one person listening to this podcast who you've seen the the meme with like the black guy in the yellow suit behind the tree and he's like rubbing his hands together (laughs) there's someone doing that right now oh my god just he's like uh time for me to dust off my uh my tiger's jaw records boys well, there's plenty of that in uh, <laughs> in northern Pennsylvania. Don't worry, You'll be hanging out at Buena Pizza no in no time. Fetch me my bootleg guided by voices T-shirt, boys. <laughs> there's land uh, to be won. You do love a, a good old fashioned game of pricks, that's for sure. <laughs> wow. Uh, w- one thing that did bring us together this week that we we absolutely love to see that video of the two guys fighting in Richmond. Oh my god, that that, that took Twitter by storm. First of all, I can't believe that was just this week. I know. Cuz here's what happens. Everything goes by so fucking fast. And then <laughs> I was like, how long has this been going on? And as of Friday, it was 65 days. That's yeah, that's not that's a lot. Right. That's not a lot at all. So much has happened. Yeah. I mean, it is a lot and it's also not at the same time. It For the longest time, I thought it, like we were going on like month three, but we really weren't. <laughs> so it feels longer than it is. I went through the whole science of it last episode. But um, yeah, it's truly... A mind fuck. It's, yeah, I, no one, I, the concept of time does not exist. But yeah, shit that happens that we like, happens... Right after we record this, feels like decades ago. Yeah, <laughs> but so there was this fight 
that someone filmed on Twitter between the talking, <laughs> this kind of like lanky dude in like a black button down shirt and glasses. He looks like a guy who used to work with me at the e-com agency who did all of our paid search. I love it. What if it was? It probably was. <laughs> he, um, he's sitting there with like, a, he, you could tell he took a couple self-defense classes. Yeah. Because he's, he's got like a wide stance. He's doing like his hands are in the guard position, but with his like thumbs and pinkies out, like he's doing the hang loose simple. Yeah. I've never which, seen that before. Not great. Not it's great not form on that. I was, yeah, that's not. But he had he the He wanted stance, to be he, fancy. He did. And I, I, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, respect. But, uh, you know, he, like, thinned out his, like, hit, his hit zone. He, you know, he, he looked ready to go. And then his opponent, <laughs> just a total, like, schlubby, short dude without a shirt on. Because, of course. And apparently the backstory of this was the, the short, shirtless dude was talking all kinds of, like, real, like, rapey shit mm-hmm. about some, like, women in the apartment building. Ugh. And he was just, like fuck no yeah like, but he also just wanted happen. an excuse to, to oh yeah. you just gotta let loose a oh little yeah 100 percent. i hope they uh i hope they pureled their hands after <laughs> fighting each <laughs> other but uh so yeah they square up uh short dude has no form at all he's just wide open he also looked like he's probably under the influence of at least one absolutely drug alcohol <laughs> substance of some kind one one can of four logo gold but i love how Uh, like before i even saw anything i was like oh my god this neighborhood this is either albany or richmond oh yeah yeah absolutely and richmond it was richmond it's the albany Um, of the south it's so true (laughs) so uh yeah so they square up they let out some really bad uh, kind of slaps, but then tall dude like switches his stance and then does a full roundhouse kick and connects with the dude's jaw. Incredible! And you know, I like I was floored by it because I thought it was like, but imagine but this, this guy who why, took like three yeah. self defense classes and then like landed a clean spin kick. But here's in the a street thing. fight in Krav, we. Like, we don't deal with, like, the pageantry that's found in, like, a lot of MMA. Like, that kick looked impressive, but it didn't take the guy down. Uh, because no, he was clearly also, under the influence. That's why in Krav, we are taught not to go for pain, but to go for damage. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, Krav also, Achilles, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have the the flourish of karate or jujitsu, which is very much memorizing move combinations. And it's it's more, like, form. It, it, Krav is all uh, about Retsev. Which is the Hebrew word for forward motion. And you just like, it's almost balletic in that sense that you just keep moving forward and like throwing punches and kicks and high, low, high, low. And also removing eye contact from your like uh, antagonizers. Don't humanize them. Yeah. Not not great. But, um, But yeah, dude lands a clean spin kick. The guy does get pretty leveled. Yeah. Uh, and he like leans against the car and then he gets leveled but not my, bodied. Not bodied. But then I love that the tall dude comes up and goes for another hit. Like puts his hand gently on the guy's side and then like second guesses if he's gonna like actually hit him while he's kinda incapacitated. Mm-hmm. And then takes one step back and then just kicks him square in the side. It's just like an so asshole tax. Good. It's just like ah, it's a fucking asshole tax. Well Let's, he's not uh, gonna go down. You gotta make sure he's down. 
Yeah, and that that kind of it put the hurt on him. But then we thought that was the end. <laughs> Second video emerges. Also, where... we should mention that the first video there were two different angles of it. <laughs> One from the like ground level and one from second floor. <laughs> we got the we got the channel news uh, sky cam out there. <laughs> Loved it. Second video emerges. Short dude went back for seconds with a two by four. Oh he was like, he oh, one, prison rules. He gets one good hit on the tall dude. Tall dude wrestles like smacks him in the face and then wrestles like the two by four out of his hands. And that's kind with of the finesse. end of it. But. With there was some finesse yeah, there. It was impressive. Apparently, though, it broke uh, the one hit he got in with the two by four broke tall guy's arm. Hey, skinny dude, but, you want to join my militia? <laughs> but short guy, broken nose, uh, broken rib, classic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, broken so ego, that, <laughs> broken ego, ego death. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I that kind of got me thinking. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about. It. I don't know if I've talked about it to you in general. Have you ever been in any fights? Oh, oh boy, have I been in a fight? I mean, I guess it wouldn't be considered a fight because the person didn't fight back. It was a child. See, that's kind of my that's kind of my. It wasn't. It wasn't too. a child. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Abortions don't count. Oh my god! What about miscarriages? Fuck! <laughs> See, I just like took your joke and I turned it around and I made it really dark. Uh, <laughs> Somehow, even dark. This is what yeah, I do. Yeah, I would say that that was a fight that you won. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. As a male, I don't think you're allowed to say that. <laughs> Just kidding. It's fine. Uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, when I was... So, I guess some background. Not to, like, get too much into the exposition, but the lore is just as important as the as the punch here. I love a good yarn. <laughs> Spin it. So I was homeschooled and then for my last three years of school. So junior or sophomore, junior and senior year, I went to a private school. And for those who didn't know that Erica was homeschooled, that might have just connected a lot of dots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then so I had gotten bullied like my whole life. That's part of why my parents pulled me out of the public school system. Uh, so I... My first friend that I made at the private school, which was really difficult to like kind of embed myself because everyone had been going to school together for like since kindergarten. So like coming along kind of late, it was like, oh, new me. And I was also like a big time weirdo. Um, like, you know, I don't need to explain it. Everyone knows at this point. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so my first friend that I made there actually ended up being like a frenemy of sorts. Um, mm. She like bullied me into an eating disorder. And I was always just like second fiddle because she was like, she wasn't a good student or anything, but she was like really cute. And I was not cute in high school. Like I was really not. So basically... In high school, that's all you have is your looks or your academics, but mostly your looks. Not both. both. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, at one point we go from being like frenemies to just like not speaking to each other because she like started dating my friend and then was getting jealous because we spent time together. We like kind of started talking about being in a band together. I think this might have been before we actually like formally started the band, but we would like jam and stuff because I was always just like one of the boys, Ferda. Wait, was she in 
your band? No, she's not musical. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so somewhere along the line, her boyfriend came on to me. And I said no because he was a dweeb. But he told her that I came on to him. So I was crying in the bathroom one time, just like unrelated to this. Because <laughs> I've sort of... T- just having your mid-afternoon cry. I've just always been this way. It was on the schedule. And she comes in and starts yelling at me about her boyfriend cheating on her with me. And I was like, no, I don't want your lanky ass boyfriend. But she was like not having it. And so she started yelling at me. And then I don't know what happened, but something in me broke. And I just started beating the shit out of her. Oh, my God. And uh, long story short, I ended up like not really getting in that much trouble. So the dean of women called my mother and she left a voicemail, like a now iconic voicemail, um, where she's like, um... Excuse me, uh, Mrs. Rikini. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that your daughter, Erica Marie, uh, punched a fellow student today with a closed fist. And like, so I got home and I was like, shit, my parents are going to like, here comes the, here comes the wooden spoon. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, they were like, my dad was like, okay, normally I wouldn't say this, but. Good job. And my mom just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So I didn't get in trouble for my parents. They were actually like proud of me because they were just like, like my dad was always the kind of person that was like, oh, someone's being mean to you. Just beat them up. That's what boys do. Just beat them up. Because he like, my parents were really young when they had me. So I don't think they understood like how to raise a teenage girl. And my dad was like, yeah, boys just punch each other. Why do girls have to like bully each other into having eating disorders? Uh <laughs> So I took their advice. And then because my parents were like donors to the school, I think I didn't even really get into that much trouble either. Uh, I had a detention and that was it when I should have been suspended. So oh my God. don't fuck with me. <laughs> Especially now. Yeah, I'll beat you up and then my privilege will get me out of it. Oh no! <laughs> and the funny thing is like probably five years later, she saw my... Then we weren't dating, but we later went on to get uh, to get married. We had dated in high school, and then we broke up, and then we got back together, and then we got married. She saw him at a party, and she was like, your ex-girlfriend punched me in the face in high school. Here's my phone number. And we actually <laughs> had a run-in like a few months ago because one of her friends came up to visit me in Bed-Stuy, and he told her about it and she like canceled him and they haven't spoken to each other like since November. Oh my God. (laughs) So much drama across one fight that just spanned your entire life somehow. Uh, Yeah. I'm just waiting for her to get her comeuppance. Oh boy. You'll be ready with a two by four. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I haven't gotten into a fight in a long ass time. Um, I also haven't, I never got into a fight in high school because I was like kind of too chicken shit. I didn't really have that many enemies in high school. I was bullied a lot in like middle school. Again, similar thing of like, it's like that weird, like your bully is also your friend 
You know, frenemy. It's such a weird dynamic of like early grade school. Yeah. Um. But yeah, two chicken shit to do anything then. But I think it comes down to the girl I was dating when I was like fresh, like le- like end of high school, beginning of like community college. Mm-hmm. I was seeing a girl who, you know, I mean, we're all fucking 17, 18, whatever. Um, so no one's making good decisions at all. And no one knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah. But she like had a propensity to like kind of talk to a lot of people. And I guess she was like kind of leading people on. And then this was also Croft's referenced with uh, ready for some real cringe shit. Me being well known on MySpace. <laughs> Uh, I know that listeners like a, can't see this, but I just rolled my eyes so hard. Oh, yeah. But that was, was another part of my story, too. I got in more trouble because one of my friends asked me on MySpace how school was going. And I was like, I punched name redacted in the face. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was on this, um, I don't know, on MySpace. I was like, uh you know, whatever people knew who I was. I was very active in like the local music scene and things like that. Dan X core. <laughs> so people would kind of talk a lot of shit just because I was a known person and, but no one ever really talked shit to my face because I'm, I've always been a big dude. Like I'm six foot tall. Uh, you know, I got broad shoulders. I got long arms and, uh, you know, I've always been sturdy, I guess you'd say. Um, so people didn't really talk much shit to my face. But it's, it's kind of cocky to say I've never started a fight, but I've ended a fight. Nice. If that makes sense. Uh, none of the fights I've ever been in have lasted beyond me hitting them back. <laughs> um, you're like, all right, if you're going to come at me right now, there's going to be two hits. Me well, hitting thing, you. Like, and uh, my ball with a ball playing in the background. That's a hit. <laughs> well, like my my father, um, I believe it was his father, or his uncle, like was a boxing trainer. Nice. Like in like the 19, you know, 40s, 50s. Um, and, you know, so like I have I know the basics of fighting. I know how to punch someone without breaking my hand, you know. Um, and but yeah, I'm also someone who doesn't lose my cool. Yeah. Very often. Like, it takes a lot for me to, like, break my edge. That's like me. I have a super long fuse, but if you get to oh, the yeah. end of that fuse, God help you. Oh, no. Absolute same. Like, it takes so much for me to, like, to like blow, but when I do, it's psycho mode, you know? And uh, there are, there's been a couple people who've been able to, to get me to, like, lose my cool. And uh, so a lot of it happened to do with this girl. Like there was, I remember like showing up to like a parking lot with like a bunch of my friends from my old band, like cause some shitty dude from South Jersey was talking oh, shit please. about oh, like me and my girlfriend. Can you say who it was? I, I don't remember the kid's name. I think it was like Pete or something like that. Oh, it wasn't. It I was, hope I know this person. I couldn't even tell you the last name. I mean, this is now I was 18 years old. So f- almost 15 years ago. <laughs> But um, I remember, yeah, so she was always getting into some shit that I would always have to kind of, like, fix. Uh, It was very annoying. But I remember um, it also happened when I was with my band. Like, me and the kids in my band, like, they were much worse of an influence because I always just ended up at, like, weird parties and just, like, with, like, a a weird crowd of just, like, shit stirs. Mm -hmm. So Defend pop punk at all costs. this is in my metalcore days. Oh, fuck. Um, when I was in my metalcore band, 
But, um, so yeah, okay. So the big one that comes to mind is there was a show happening at Heightstown American Legion where a lot of my shows in my youth happened. Uh, missed that place, kind of. Um, but so at one point someone runs inside. It's like, holy shit, your friend's getting jumped outside. He was like talking to some boyfriend, uh, some guy's girlfriend, um, being a scumbag. So they jump As him in the parking lot. in the middle court community. <laughs> It's true. I run outside and pull this kid off of Paul who had him on the ground. Um, and as I do that, some other dude comes up behind me and sucker punches me in the back of the head. Oh, fuck. And again, like the one thing to like get me like over the edge is like disrespect. <laughs> as yeah. stupid as that sounds. But like that's a cheap fucking shot. It is. Like, it that's is. a cheap move. There's no honor in that. So... I kind of like fell forward on like one knee and like one hand and I like Terminator style get up with like my eyes like fucking piercing and I turn around and the kid's just standing there like waiting for what happens next and I just go boom and catch him square above the eye and just sit him on his ass Nice. and I pick up my friend Paul and we go inside and that was the end of it um but probably one of my favorite uh Back when I was in, in going to community college, I was working at Acme, um, and I was so I was working in the grocery store. I had gotten the girl I was seeing at the time, or actually, we had split up not too long after or before. I forget. I got her a job at Acme as well, so we would work together and things were fine. But like the part of the reason we broke up, I found out she was talking to some other guy who was like a little chicken shit piece of shit. Like the kid was probably like five foot six <laughs> like he was a real fucking turd um who like talked way too big for his his britches but uh he talked a huge game and i remember one night i used to go to my friend's college in hoboken he went to stevens um so i'd go see greg every like thursday night i would get out of work i would drive to the train station and i'd go spend like my weekend up in hoboken or new york and that was, like, my college experience until I went away to college. And I was, like, I remember this kid showed up at my work. So I was working. My ex was working. And him and his friends showed up to kind of stir shit. And, like, the one rule at the grocery store was, like, you can't fight on the property. <laughs> like, <laughs> the only rule. You, that was the one rule working at Acme is you can't fight on the property. You have to take them across the street. Um, what was, so them showing what up. was across the street? Just like a, a cement admixture facility. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it was like, the, the thing was like, like there's uh, some mafia w- undertones there. Oh, probably. So there was just like showing up at work to start shit when you know the other person can't really do anything about it. Yeah. Is, again, like peak disrespect. Yeah. Like that's, that's dirty shit. So they came up to like antagonize me. My ex was like in tears because she like didn't want them to f- start shit. Um, but they, uh, they show up, I'm fucking fuming and it, like my blood is just boiling for the last like 30 minutes of my shift. And I'm like, I just want to clock the fuck out. I want to get in my, my <laughs> Pontiac Firebird. I, I thought you were going to say Dodge Neon and I was about to just like bust a No, nut. this was, this was post Dodge Neon, but also pre Dodge <laughs> Neon when I blew the engine on the Firebird. <laughs> so, um, I, it was I, between Dodge Neons. I was between neons at the time. Um, so I'm furious. I'm fucking fuming. I clock out. I go to my car. 
the fucking assholes are nowhere to be seen. I put my key in the door, and all of a sudden, the car across from mine in the parking space, headlights turn on, everyone's laughing, they whip their car around, and it's the shithead kid in the, in the parking, in the passenger seat. They whip the car around to my side of the parking space, and the kid rolls down the window and goes, What's up now, F-slur? And I just go, You're fucking dead. <laughs> and literally... <laughs> pulled the kid's car door open i'm sorry but i'm just like i need to pause this for a second because i'm i'm picturing someone who's like wants to be antagonistic but he's like he spent too much time on the internet so he actually says f slur instead of the real (laughs) word (laughs) this was pre uh this was pre pre all that people didn't mince words back then but (laughs) so he he says that and i go you're fucking dead because i was like it's all, it's over. Like you fucking went wait. You could have just let it go, and then you have to pull that shit. They didn't lock the door of their car, so I I'm pulling this kid out of the car, and he's like, <laughs> he's fucking like all tangled up in the seatbelt as they're driving away with him like dangling out of the car. Thirty fucking dangles, boys. And I fucking scared the fuck out of this kid like i like he was lucky that he was like tangled in a seatbelt because he almost got like dragged under the car or dragged out of the car into me which would have been a lot un like a lot less safe than being dragged under the car um but yeah they never fuck with me again after that nice <laughs> but yeah literally you're fucking dead it was wild but yeah i mean it's less like i haven't put myself in a situation too recently that has me like losing my cool it's been great not having to deal with that but holy shit, those MySpace years were were rough. People just had a lot of shit to prove. Feel certain shit on the internet. Oh, people, so much shit on the internet. People don't realize like I'm a big dude. I was a lot skinnier back then, but I still like, uh, you know, the the chassis was still there. I would rather have that though, where like you start shit on the internet and then you like finish it with an ass, an ass. I almost said ass pounding, but that sounds like <laughs> getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> you, you finish it with like a like an IRL ass beating. Whooping. Now it's just yeah. like someone starts shit on the internet, and so it's like I'm gonna call your employer and your school. Oh my God, I know, <laughs> I know. That's that's the other like the other part of it. Like people just didn't call the cops back then. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, shit was wild. I there was um the God, difference was, was people another... didn't think they were cops. Everyone thinks True. that they're like, I hate cops, but I'm the biggest cop. Yeah, the only the only policing that should exist is self policing. <laughs> like hockey rules. You're you're not a lot of hockey rules are self policed. No one's ready for that conversation. <laughs> yeah, I remember there was another time, again, still dealing with the same ex. He was talking to she had talked with this other guy who was at a party I was at. I went to so many fucking wild parties when I wasn't drinking, when I was edge. It was so strange. <laughs> Um, I told you the the beach house story, right? I don't think so. About crazy party. All right, so maybe we can get into that after this. It's it's fucking wacky. But um, no, I was at a party at a at a girl's house. The members of my bands were there. They were recently into the getting drunk world. Um, but this kid shows up who had hooked up with my ex at the time. He was a drunk asshole. Everyone was drunk. But he comes and says, oh, man, you went out with so-and-so? Oh, yeah, that's cool, man. You know, we both fucked the same chick. And I'm Eskimo like, God brothers. And I was just like, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like, I, I was like fucking, because me and her were still, like, cool, I guess. But he was just talking mad, like, disrespectful. And 
I get into the screaming match with him, and, like, this is happening upstairs at the house, and my one friend is passed out on the floor. Like, he's so drunk and, like, high that he can't get off the hallway floor. And then my other friend is drunk in the corner, just staring, like, a thousand-yard stare. And then this other girl is trying to pull the guy who's, like, arguing with me into, like, her room. But we're literally the whole time arguing, standing over my friend who's, like, passed out on the floor. And he's just talking shit on the floor. So he's just standing there like, you fucking pussy, you're not going to do shit. Go the fuck. And he's like, he's saying all this stuff while being passed out motionless on the oh my floor. God. That's my current it's just a fucking. It's just such a mess. It was so fucking stupid. But this also, again, this kid was like five foot six. Like he was trying to catch these hands. It wouldn't have worked. Like it was so dumb. But yeah, I, I'm glad I don't have to do any of that. Yeah. But yeah party shit there was this one uh group of people who would throw these like insane parties and they had a beach house every year it was always a fucking nightmare um i remember showing up the day after they got it they like got into the house the night before i showed up at noon the next day so they were there one night like less than 24 hours i show up everyone's still like passed out and like asleep there was a body-sized hole in the wall there was one of the spindles from the stairs busted out and then, um, on the wall in the kitchen, there was a paper plate with, like, half dry Sharpie, uh, like, with a phone number written on it. And then it was staked to the wall with a steak knife. Oh, my God. So, like, someone was drunk enough that they saw, like, oh, I gotta take down this note. And they tack it to the wall with a steak knife. Love that. And then, probably one of the worst parts. That's a parts, whole mood. So one of her friends, the same friend actually who was dragging that kid back into her room during that other fight, she, we were all hanging out. We were like thinking about where to get dinner. Her and this other girl come back from the beach completely covered in sand, like head to toe, like didn't rinse off when they got out, covered in that layer of sand. The disrespect. She (laughs) comes home, crawls into bed under like a down comforter. You can, like, hear the sand on the cloth, like, and then all of a sudden she, like, you see, like, her bikini bottoms drop off the side of the bed. Her bikini tops, you know, falls off the side of the bed under the sheets. So now she's just naked, covered in sand under a down comforter on, like, a rented mattress. We decide we're going to go to, like, Taco Bell for some reason. Like, I think it was, like, a holiday weekend. The shit wasn't open. Um, She just wraps the comforter around herself. Fully naked, covered in sand, and we go to Taco Bell with her just naked in a in a in a comforter, <laughs> like pure sociopathic people. And now they're all more successful than both you and I. <laughs> like they're all like I think one is a lawyer, one is an engineer, one is a, a dentist, and the other is um, I think she might also be a lawyer. Damn. Like truly got it out of their system early. <laughs> yeah, that's but that's my problem. Bananas. Is like I didn't. I don't think I got drunk until I was like twenty two years old. Oh yeah, I mean I didn't taste alcohol until I was twenty one. Yeah, I was XXX till XXI. I was just a Christian kid, <laughs> and then I, yeah, I partied I, like really really hard for a few years. Like really? Oh yeah. Like there was this one night where uh dr anna and i because we go way back we went to this <laughs> this is terrible <laughs> went to a libertarian student conference Jesus in washington dc 
but we stayed with my friend who lived and went to school at the University of Maryland. Uh, we were there for two nights. The first night I got like a little drunk. I didn't get super drunk because I wanted to be like alert for the classes the next day. <laughs> of course. And, uh, but we ended up like still getting pretty drunk. We went to this frat party and I started having like an anxiety attack or something. So we went up into this kid's room and I don't even like fully remember like what was happening because I think I might have been more drunk than I thought. But it was, no, that's always good. was uh, it was me and then Dr. Anna and uh, our friend who I later tried to seduce and I ended up throwing up on him the next day after drinking an entire <laughs> bottle of Blackberry Stoli. Oh, and then God. like doing Ugh. cartwheels in the hallway because I'm undiagnosed mental illness. Uh, but we were <laughs> in this kid's room and they were like desperately trying to get in there. And we realized it's because they probably had like Coke or like Adderall or something that they wanted to get to. So we were like, oh, my God, what if we just all make sex sounds? So then they think we're just in here doing it. And so we just are like like that scene and forgetting Sarah Marshall. When they're like pretending, oh, to have, oh, yeah. when they're all competing, like banging on the walls, and the, yeah, okay. yeah, and then these dudes, cool, <laughs> these dudes, like almost broke the door down, and we got kicked out of this party because <laughs> they thought we Jesus were stealing Christ. their drugs. And I think that one of the people I was with might have actually like realized that they were going for drugs and then stolen them. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're already assuming, might as well just complete your expectation. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, it's uh. <sighs> what dark days those early 20s <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know uh yeah i, I never kind of went through that phase There's like people i didn't even... my age who still do that shit and i'm like how oh, do you I lack the self-awareness I have, I have some friends who are similar and it's fun occasionally i can't i can't keep up like i used to like we, a couple weeks ago we did like a zoom power hour <laughs> and i was fucking obliterated like i can't at age 32 like done I, I I went to bed, I think, at, like, I fell asleep at 10 and then woke up at, like, 1 and then, like, washed my face and brushed my teeth and went back to bed. Yeah. And then I woke up the next day still drunk at, like, 11. I, Insane. yeah, I did not drink at all during our work holiday party just because it's when I first started, like, Krav and I was, like, very regulated. Um, but I was also, like, I don't, I don't want to get drunk around any of these people. And it was what, yeah. like, I came into work the next day and I was the only one who had my wits about me, but a, a dear friend who I love, uh, like a coworker who she's like one of my favorite coworkers. I was I was like slacking her, and I was like, "Hey, are you downstairs? I want to go get a coffee." And she's like, "No, I'm not at work yet." It was like eleven in the morning at this point, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, what time were you out last night?" And she was like, "I think like five. And I was like, "Hot Jeez. damn!" And then she told me she was like. Yeah, I got a notification on my phone that I am banned from Uber. I don't know what oh I did. God. I was like, do you remember what happened? And she was like, no. But she just Holy like, shit. got banned from Uber forever. She probably like, threw up. Like, that's normally like... <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I have very few nights like that a year. Normally, um, my friend Mitchell hasn't had a birthday party in a while. But normally, we'd have like a late like karaoke night where 50 people would show up to like Roebling Sporting Club. And we just like close the place out doing karaoke all night. And um, that's one of those pictures where it's me like yelling into like a bunch of like 
um, bridal party <laughs> guests <laughs> showed up to the. So it's like forty of us, and then like forty of them, and then it's me screaming. Uh, <laughs> Total eclipse of the heart into some bro wearing like a bonobo suit. That is your go-to karaoke song. Oh, that's my whole aesthetic. I have a video uh, of you singing it in your BMW. That's right. That was a fun yeah. time. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so that's normally like a late night for me because I'm like in Brooklyn till four or something in the morning. Um, like I said, it's only a couple times a year I can like set aside that kind of ambition. I do not think uh, that oh, I have been one- out past two a.m in probably like five or six years that's not true no i'm pretty sure (laughs) no there were those couple times uh the dark times in uh i I don't remember if it was winter where you were like just like crying on the chelsea sidewalk that was at like 9 p.m was it yeah it feels like that's so much later behavior. That I don't was know. Like Nine p.m. Yeah, because I went out to a happy hour. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was giving you the benefit of the doubt in my oh, head, yeah, no. but never mind. That was that was like nine p.m. The um yeah the the other one when I was um unfortunately I'm not doing it this year because uh, the world has gone virtual. But when I shoot indie week. It's always like a hard week of just like, you know, long days shooting. And then the end of the week is the award show. So then we do the award show. And the last couple of years I've been lead photographer. So there's been other people working below me uh, in terms of like me giving them, you know, assignments and things like that to, to cover. And I was doing all of the artist photos after people win the awards at the award show. And then it turned into like there's a cocktail reception after... And my boss at the at the uh, the gig was like, "Hey, you're done. Put your camera down. Grab a drink." And I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> Just like ten Hennessy's. We all get wasted. We go to a Koreatown karaoke, and like that's another one of my late nights. Like they're paying for my Uber. I'm taking an Uber home from the city at like five a.m. Like that just doesn't appeal perfect. to me. I love waking up early. Well, that like that again. Like, I hit a super wall. Late. I I cannot stay awake past midnight. There's something Especially about if I'm drinking. There is something about though, like working hard all week and then being able to like release and just have that like one night where you don't have to wake up for shit. Um, you know, the next day. See, for me, that release is like making dinner and watching Sex in the City or reading a book. <laughs> Again, it it happens like three times a year for me. Yeah. And the other one was right before quarantine happened. My friend had that party, and I was just like, holy shit. I haven't gone out at night in a long time. Let me drink an entire bottle of wine and then half a bottle of Fernet and then like whatever beers people brought. And then we go out to the bar and then we go back for, I mean, I showed you those pictures that came back and I'm just like, there's no life in my eyes. (laughs) Also, I'm such a lightweight. That's me after like one drink. That's true. Yeah. Like I had one drink uh, with my friends before quarantine and I was like hanging upside down from a pole on an empty broad street line (laughs) on the way to a Flyers game. True. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's happens few and far between, but it's, uh, yeah. I mean, when I started drinking, I didn't drink, I didn't like the taste of beer at first. So like even in college, I mean, I drank not too long before I went away to photo school 
And when I was in photo school, I'd like make people cocktails. Like that was my shit. Like a lot oh, of coffee yeah, based cocktails. To, I used to love cocktails. I was like an amateur mixologist for a while. I remember like the um, the Starbucks brand like coffee liqueur was like a thing. Oh, I never had that. that? No. Yeah, I mean it wasn't bad, but like I was making like white Russians at the time. Only, like that was my go to cocktail. With top shelf shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean but that was the thing too I, I didn't go through like a shitty beer phase like i i never like drank a keystone like case of keystone ice because that was all that was available yeah you know? i never went through that either although now so. i will get like wasted on like three miller light or not miller light miller light if i'm at a at a flyers game but like a miller high life tall boys yeah but that's like that's still different than like frat beer yeah i guess you that's know? true that's about as so, down market as I'll go. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, but yeah, I was making the cocktails for a while and it took a bit to ease in the beer, but yeah, I never like, I don't think I've ever blacked out at least not fully. I've never blacked out either. Dr. Anna actually described this to me one time. Unf- I have the, unfortunately I've experienced every second. <laughs> yeah. I, I have like the gene that I just start throwing up before I black out. But that also means that I've never had a hangover. That's incredible. Yeah. I've, I'm usually pretty good about like drinking water with it. I, I feel like I have more of a hangover if I drink like three beers than if I drink like six. Yeah. It's very strange. But I have had like one or two terrible hangovers. Yeah. But I've also gotten migraines before. So it's manageable mm-hmm. but i don't know uh did you want to move on and answer a couple questions uh yeah so i i specifically asked for verboten and lascivious questions okay <laughs> all right uh we didn't quite get that but some are good okay i will say uh i guess we'll start with this one because this question contains the only two words powerful enough to bring this podcast to a screeching halt. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Hit me with it. <laughs> the poor person who asked this like doesn't understand the implication of this question in the context okay. of me and you. And by me and you, I don't mean me and you. Person- I'm just going to get to it. <laughs> the question is worst friend zone experiences <laughs> friend zone as in the place or friend zone as in the um the uh like the social construct this person is fortunate enough to not know what the friend zone is okay so All right. the, so social the social construct, construct. the other friend uh, zone hate- quite literally ruined my life a few different times and yet so, i still come back to <laughs> i if you know you know i kind of hate the term friend zone yeah i do too i don't think it's actually a thing other than like what like stupid dudes complain about yeah you like what you like and if you're not like attracted to someone in that way you're not attracted to someone in that way i think it's just like coined by dudes who want to make women feel bad because they're like I like you, but I don't want to have sex with you because dudes just want to have sex with everything. Yeah, I don't know. It, it kind of puts the onus on a woman to um, in like a shitty position. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 essentially saying that you can't be friends with someone of the opposite gender 
without the implication of sex. Look at us. Look at us. But the... Yeah, I don't know. It's a... Uh, I don't know. The friend zone shit sucks. Yeah. It's a... Uh, don't use that word. It's it's just like, yo, like, just be chill. Yeah. Just be friends. <laughs> like, sex isn't about and everything. the question did come from a woman. So if someone ever, ever tells you or accuses you of friend zoning them, just cut them off. But yeah, I mean, there's been plenty of times, you know, I've spoken to, um, you know, women who don't have the same feeling, you know, the unrequited feelings, you know, it's just the way the world works. Yeah. The faster you can recognize it and get over it without, you know, being shitty or spiteful, the the further you're going to go in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, shit sucks when people don't feel the same way, but that's, you know, you can't fault them for that. Yep. How about, uh, do you have a question? Uh, this one's not really a question, more of a comment, which my, my questions were open to that. Um, I originally thought you were being hyperbolic about mask cops, but they've hit the Midwest. I'm sorry. So uh, p- apparently the COVID cops have uh, have breached the, the coastal cities and are now moving inland. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I don't know. Shit. People just love, like, controlling other people's behavior. And they just love to have something that, like, is a, something that is kind of black and white in terms of like the haves and haves not. And I feel like the world is going to be divided between like the mask wearers and the the maskless. And you know what? The <laughs> maskless are going to beat the shit out of the mask wearers cuz they're all pusses. <laughs> like and again, I always talk about like the Jersey City like Facebook groups I'm in and stuff and it's just I can't believe I saw people out. They weren't, you know, blah blah blah. It's not even a, and like the the admin always comes in and it's like it's not fucking like legally required to wear a mask outside of like an indoor space or a park yeah, like there's someone i know who was like i want to beat up every person i see that's not wearing a mask it's like, well yo fucking come try yeah. it <laughs> i'll fucking knock your head off and then i'll pure all my fist yeah after. like i will and like that's the thing like i don't wear it like i'll wear it around my neck if i'm outside if i'm gonna be in like passing closely by someone or like i can't get to the other side of the street in time so like i have the common courtesy to do that and yeah. like, you think that'd be enough for these people it's not even common courtesy it's just fucking common sense like I, have I have some fucking asthma. common sense i will pass out if i can't breathe properly it's, and it's if just, i can I breathe know. properly in my mask it means that it's not working and that you're fucked anyway the um that is my favorite like so yeah someone in the group was just like I can't believe the cops are out here not wearing masks in their squad car. It's like they're supposed to be setting an example. <laughs> it's like they're in their car. Like Jesus Christ. Do you hear about the person who this this dipshit who wore a mask in her car and she drove for two hours and she passed out and hit a tree? But even then they said like that wasn't even like the actual issue. Like she was they had, like sickness beyond that. I don't know. It's just fucking stupid. Like Use some common sense. Like, just fucking chill. Like, I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it, too. And that's why I said, I'm not going to forget all the people who got super corny about this. Oh, so corny. The the worst crime of all. And then, like, they'll gaslight you. They'll be like, oh, saving lives is corny. It's like, you're not saving lives. You're just virtue signaling. The, um, (laughs) I actually, (laughs) I saw a pretty funny Twitter thing that actually applies to, like, Gwen 
and and her Twitter. Uh, I also hate the term like social justice warrior. Like I kind of hate it because it's it's kind of it is a way to kind of knock people down a peg or like trivialize what maybe people could be doing. But you know, uh, someone made the example of like an activist will like add a ramp to a building to like you know help people in wheelchairs. Yeah. A social justice warrior will remove the stairs for being offensive to people who can't use them. True. And it, it kind of put things in perspective. Like, a social justice warrior, again, hate that term because it, it's become trivialized and, like, weaponized. As it but, should be. <laughs> but it's people who, like, claim things or they, like, speak for other people who, like, again, they speak like, over people. Claiming, claiming Karen as a black term that can't be used by white people, but saying that as a white person telling other white people they can't use it on behalf of black people. And not consulting the black community about it. Like, that's not, that's not something, like, they didn't elect you to be the representative. Yeah. Like, no one's asking you to do this. Yeah. So, yeah, um, just fucking mass cops. It's the worst. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know. Stop policing people's behavior. Yeah. Like, just don't. Do you like, know what I'm going to say? Compli- my what? body, my choice. i'm just kidding because i know that there's going to be like 12 people who send me a dm about this and they're like "Uh, what about the people that you're killing with your breath oh my god you got a breath wish yes uh other question i have a i got more i got a lighter i have more too okay go go for it you know we do this like zipper effect thing i don't know why you're yeah we're it's like we're merging on the highway uh why are joint facebook accounts a thing i don't know because i'm not this kind of person is that still a thing yeah it's still a thing and i'm just gonna say pyramid schemes (laughs) multi-level marketing that's why or just really corny couples or even worse than corny couples um untrusting couples oh yeah that I think is the big one of like I don't want my husband talking to people without me knowing. I don't want him talking to that slut Tina from next door. <laughs> yeah. The um, oh, I saw another good meme that was like I respect the troops because my girlfriend's husband is one. Oh yeah, I you just posted? posted that on our thing. You posted that on our page, and I was gonna send it to you, and then I realized it came from our account. <laughs> It's just like stuff that pops up on my Twitter feed that I'll like I want to send you, but I see that it's stuff you already like. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. You on brand. You know when things are we on really, brand. We really we're synced up. Yeah. Uh hilarious. Um so here here's a good one. favorite condiment. Uh nice light one, but also very hard. Um just like a blanket. I'd say a condiment has to be like a sauce, not like a spice. Yeah, but like for anything. Uh, I would say let's go broad. What's your favorite across the board? Most universally uh, utilized. So if hummus doesn't count, I would say tahini. It's so similar. I know that's erasure to say. (laughs) (laughs) That is a Middle Eastern erasure. No, but like hummus is different because it could be a dip. It could be like something more than a condiment. Tahini, it, I mean, it could be a dip, but I feel like it's more spreadable. Can you say hummus the way I know you want to say hummus? Hummus. <laughs> uh, that was a heavy. Hummus. Hummus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, so I'm going to just say tahini. You can put it on everything. Tahini, yeah, I guess, because it's less of a dip. Yeah. Um, I don't... I love hot sauce. Just like just like my girl, HRC. <laughs> uh, hot sauce in your bag, swag. I got hot sauce in my, in my purse. Um, I keep that thing on me. No. Um, <laughs> Never lacking. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, th- I guess hot sauce just because I do kind of put it on most things. Uh, I've been really hitting with the Valentina lately. Mm-hmm. That bodega, get it at the bodega st- uh, style. Uh, Valentina Extra Hot. Classic if you can find it. It comes in like a fucking gallon jug <laughs> if you need Fuck. it, which is amazing. Um, I used to get the gallon jug of Crystal. Oh, Crystal. It's not good, but it's good, it's, too vinegary. it's good for cooking with. True. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's 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 got a lot of vinegar, so it's a little more watery. Yeah. Valentina is thicker, so I, I I think I like that. It kind of like spreads better, mm-hmm. uh, but like hangs on. Uh, yeah, I think that's good. I've also been a really big fan. And I just re-upped it. Oh, also miracle! I went to Trader Joe's the other day, and there was zero line, which is unfucking believable. The Trader Joe's in Hoboken has had lines like three blocks long. Yeah, but then wait. <sighs> I like vaguely remember having this conversation and it ended up being like a monkey's paw situation, but I don't remember how. Oh yeah. I mean, I got, you know, I got stuck in the, in the parking garage because yeah, the, 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 you know, they validate your parking because there's like an underground garage in, in Trader Joe's and, uh, I had to like call the support line to get them to open the gate. It was miserable, but my ice cream didn't melt by the time I got home. I've been really big on smoothies lately. And I've just been like you put ice cream ice in your cream. smoothies. That's not a smoothie. Well, that's a milkshake. It's more of a shake, yeah. But I've been getting I got pineapple juice, milk, vanilla ice cream, and then like a bunch of like frozen fruit. Mm-hmm. I've just been like on the it's on like the a fruit, hybrid uh, smoothie game. milkshake. Yeah, it's I'm some fucking with futuristic it shit. <laughs> I'm on to something. It's good. <laughs> uh, You're living in yeah, a so got- thirty thirty. <laughs> can someone do a 33 and a third about my <laughs> smoothies experience jesus christ we're getting too niche um yeah i uh i love the trader joe's it's like a sriracha barbecue sauce they have that's really good that sounds good it's got like big ass chunks of garlic in it and it's like actually spicy Yum. yeah so that goes on like almost everything too i actually mix a little of that in with my tomato sauce tomato sauce t- t- <laughs> My accent doesn't usually come out as far as I can tell, but you know. You got the gabagool. Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I mix it in my Sunday gravy, you know. Or when I'm having dinner when with I'm the hanging Cuomos. with the Cuomos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. Do you have another one? We got to get out of here. You got to get off this. Uh, do you agree that someone doesn't have to be depressed to commit suicide? I would say yeah, cuz I feel like a lot of people might just do it for dishonor or boredom <laughs> what about an honorable uh suicide like a seppuku yeah that could be the most honorable way to die yeah. <laughs> when you when you go against the bushido code you got to uh, <laughs> commit seppuku to, to bring honor back to your family yes um so yeah seppuku aside yeah i mean i guess there's people who that's the caveat <laughs> they may suffer hardship you know financial emotional physical that doesn't have to be necessarily related to 
mental illness. I think so. Suicide is in two categories: the depression or the Japanese ritual. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> We're going black and white on this. You're either. You're, and if you do, you're Japanese. The Japanese then uh, <laughs> that is cultural appropriation. <laughs> Fuck. Just like the word Karen. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's there's many nuances to uh, doing deciding to do that. Um, I don't think they're all based around depression, but um, yeah, I think hardship is a, is a big part of that. Yeah, it shouldn't be in this country, but it is. Um, do you have any phobias? Uh, I. I mean, we've described my, like, weird, like, people breathing in my face, but I don't think that's necessarily a phobia. I do have, like, a very, like, really bad fear of bugs. Like, what kind of bugs? Like, any bug. Do you remember my cockroach situation? Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> and I almost had the... You almost came over my place just because there was a single cockroach in your house. Yeah, and I got into like a fight with my partner about it. He was like, it's just a bug. And I was like, it's what the bug symbolizes. But then I realized you... I was just like afraid that I was going to be like sitting on the toilet and the bug was going to crawl up my butthole. <laughs> okay, that's a little unreasonable. <laughs> that's my phobia. If anything, a snake would crawl up your butthole because that's what comes out of toilets. <laughs> in New York City, it's like a... Like a sewer gator. Oh well, there, there's been rats that have crawled. Alex out of Jones in, New York. in lizard person form. <laughs> Only gay frogs come out of yeah, your toilet. Yeah, so my butt is safe. <laughs> the um, yeah. Did you like take out all the trash from your apartment in New York before you moved? I did. Oh yeah, I took out the trash. I like put out extra roach traps. Okay. I do. I was gonna say, have, who knows what you're gonna be coming back yeah, to? Yeah, I. I do have some like leftover Chinese food in the fridge, which I'm really not looking forward to. But also my fridge is like ungodly cold. So like things freeze in the fridge. So oh, okay. maybe it's going to be. You know, there's thing. like a setting for that. You know, you can control. Oh, yeah. That. No, even on the lowest setting, it still like freezes shit. It's super weird. Huh. Uh, do you have any other questions? I, do. I got one more. I have a few. Oh, also. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't think I have any phobias. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, phobia is like a strong word. Like, it's beyond fear. Yeah, that's why, like, my thing with bugs is it goes pretty deep. Like, yeah. I'm un- yeah, like I mean, I'm unsettled. Okay. It shakes you to your yeah, core. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. I mean, I don't have, like, fear of heights or anything like that. I really, I should be more scared of heights than I am. Like, when I went on that road trip and I, like, went to Badlands... I have a photo of me, like, literally, like, three inches from the edge of, like, a 400-foot drop. And I'm just like, oh, I take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, outside of, like, existential fears. Yeah, my fears, besides the bugs, are definitely more existential. I'm like, what if I'm never going to be loved again? But we don't have to talk about that right now. Uh, <laughs> is there a better term for sexting than sexting? It's awkward enough already. Well, question asker, let me Google that for you. (laughs) You're going to you're going to look if there's any other terms. I mean, sexting is a good uh, what do they call it when you like merge two words together like that? Portmanteau. Is it a portmanteau? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good on that front. Um, 
don't Here know. we go. I mean, we used to call it we used to call it cybering back oh my in the God, day. We did yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's sixty nine sexting synonyms in sexting thesaurus. This is just like some some SEO bullshit. But okay. Oh, yeah. Does it make you like load a new page every uh, every word so you get a whole new hit of ads? Well, I'm just this is like the the snippet that's coming up on Google. I'm not clicking on this page, but a few come up. So sex ten, don't that's not sext, phone sex, just the word sex, sexuality, sexual. This is just a list of words. Oh my god, <laughs> one of the words on here, is rape. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so there's your answer. <laughs> so instead of using the word sexting, you can use yeah. rape. And that's the only other option. <laughs> yeah, we used to call it cyber, cybering, cyber sex back in the day. Talking in those AOL news groups. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, just I don't call know. call it like, uh, a, like iMessage hooking with, up. Yeah, what's wrong with just calling it sexting or just, just calling it? talking intimately i don't know i think they're overthinking it okay just go with the flow and just be happy you're having it true true <laughs> don't complain <laughs> uh, uh do you have any more questions I w- yeah i got one more how many do you got two more oh shit one of them's gonna be uh, real quick one. and then the other one might be like a rabbit trail but okay do uh do your quick one Favorite early 2000s movie, Verboten, makes me think of Bring It On. I've actually never seen Bring It On. Because of my upbringing, I missed out on a lot of the like iconic 2000s movies. But I have been going through and rewatching a bunch of them. But I'm just going to go ahead and say Not Another Teen Movie. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I love that movie. It's the only one you need uh, to see. Once you've seen that so one, speaking, you've seen all of them. Speaking of, uh, this is actually a pretty good segue we'll get back to the actual answer but for movie week this week i actually within the last year or two i went back and revisited all of the kind of classic 90s early 2000s teen movies and uh some of them are so good i, I think, just uh, watched she's out of my league this morning that's not i guess i love that movie but that's like late that's like 2010 oh really right? oh it seems a lot yeah. earlier damn that's the one with uh jay baruchel and Alice Eve, yeah, right? I love Jay Baruchel. And Kristen, oh, Kristen yeah. Ritter looking uh, hot as yeah. ever. What? Kristen Ritter looking hot as ever. Oh, she's fucking amazing. Yeah, I love that movie because it makes me feel like you can land like a really hot girl, you know? <laughs> There's hope for us. No, uh, Speak I, for I love that movie. It's a great movie. The, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, for movie week this week, I want to watch, I saw Can't Hardly Wait is oh, on such a good one. right now perfect so i think this week's movie night we're doing can't hardly wait the teen classic um but yeah not another teen movie it, it's just so brilliant good. the scene they where even, she is it's not even like an important scene it's not even particularly funny but the scene where she's like painting and she's just like oh. it's just like this labor and she's just like splashing paint onto this canvas and it's yeah. just like she doing and then it's like a stick figure and like a poorly drawn oh, house so it's good. just it gets me every time it's so and good. then the, uh, and the they even, scene they even... with the where he's singing janie's got a gun oh. that also just every time it just really gets me there's so many references and they even reference one of my favorite teen movies from the 80s did you ever see better off dead oh my god i fucking love that movie that movie is and that was like skewering the teen comedy before 
any of these movies yeah. where they're kind of making fun of how ridiculous they it's, are. It's like a double whammy. It's so fucking good. I love the the two Asian race car drivers who always race them at the stoplights yes, with the so good. Oh. Where they they learned all their English from listening to like sportscasters. Yes. Oh. <laughs> inject that shit into my veins. That's it's not streaming anywhere and it drives me insane. Yeah. Um so uh, maybe one day we'll have the pleasure of being able to do that but yeah i can't hardly wait so in terms of like early 2000s what what do you think your go-to would be i'm so bad with the years. i just said not another teen movie oh okay jesus okay um you're not allowed to I take that one so i know it's a good unless one unless you want to come um, across as a poser oh god this is i really loved fight club when i was younger mm. i think that might be right at 2000 that's like um, a lot of people's personality that's kind of the thing again people took it and made it fucking corny yeah. like i loved like chuck palinock as an author as most people did when they were you know yeah. in their teens um but i i love that movie i thought it was great and then yeah people took it and turned it into like a personality trait and like it got really like adopted by incels oh, <laughs> when yeah. it's like making fun of those kind of people yeah like it's just like wolf of wall street like there's a whole different crowd of people who like it because they think it's like this is a cool guy with a lot of money doing cool bro shit and it's like it's actually like a big kind of cautionary tale well it's like even like with the joker all these like the news oh it's just like i mean that's yeah. the most on the nose yeah. you know or parasite yeah. all these like wealthy people <laughs> who think fucking it's chrissy yeah. teigen oh, God. another person i would fight on site <laughs> it's on site for you chrissy yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess that's just because I don't want to look up any, like, movie dates, uh, and things. I, I actually, actually, okay. What Hot American Summer? Oh, that's, that's the, such a good that's one, That's the too. obvious one. That's a great one. So, I think that's the one that I'm going to stick with because that's one I watch pretty regularly. Um, okay, I got one more. Uh, why is Elon Musk such a dork? Fantastic question. I fuck, my favorite thing is that Elon Musk He's like pretending he's at Buca de Beppo. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot you mentioned that you wanted to talk about he, that. This is yeah, so good. It didn't come up organically, but it just did. I'm gonna go ahead and wow. call it Buca Gate. Buca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's this picture. Uh, I'm waiting for it to load, but my internet is being very slow right now. Okay, so Buca de Beppo posted this picture of like a shitty ice cream sundae in uh-huh. a martini glass on March. Terrible way to eat ice cream. On, yeah, right? It's just like. Martini glass is like a terrible way to drink a martini. It's, yeah, like it's just, it's just a bad. It's a flawed vessel. It but is. <laughs> it also has like a mint leaf on top, but there's no mint ice cream to be seen. That's beside the point. Before I go on a rant about the dessert itself, it is from March 24th, 2017. Uh, Buca de Beppo official verified twitter account let's celebrate a week well done reposted from instagram from someone may 13th 2020 elon musk (laughs) posts the same exact picture ice cream sundae in a martini glass jesus christ (laughs) yeah he's yeah he's been posting like stuff to like make it seem like he's been out like in the world going to restaurants I mean, but if you but they're were, all like very if you were like, like if you had grimes and like anon girl of the future or like whatever her name was like stuck at your house like wouldn't you want to be out too <laughs> he's like literally true. asking to be arrested 
because he doesn't want to be at home with Grimes. He's like, by the way, we're starting a production. If anyone gets arrested, I just beg that it's me. me. He's like, please arrest me. I can't stand this bitch. I can't stand this kid. Yeah, literally. He's clearly baby trapped, um, right? What? This was like a classic baby trap. I guess. I don't know. It's they're both like two of the most insufferable people. Yeah. Uh, and their child is going to be, like, worse than, like, Will Smith's kids. Their robot child. Like, oh, God. Yeah, it's... it's... Michaela. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> this is all big, like, corporate conspiracy ploy. They've just birthed the vessel for Michaela to, like, consume. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... They're going to transfer Musk-y... Michaela's, like, brain and her everything like once she gets sentient enough to be in like a true human form they're just going to transfer it to the yeah yeah. it's going to be the singularity um but yeah elon musk is truly like just a big fucking dork with way too much money who is like he's like internet poison he got those hair plugs and he was like "Mm." he just flying he's like once i get these hair plugs it's over for you bitches and it was it was. He literally... By you bitches, I mean Tesla stockholders. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it is pretty amazing how he can just, like, say some really dumb shit and then just tank his whole company for, like, two weeks. <laughs> and get, like, indicted for, like, fixing stock prices and, like, threatening to go private without telling anybody. Yeah. Oh, it's... For that, I respect him because he's just a true... He's a troll. Like, he's like Donald he's, Trump. He's a fucking... He's he's got the the, the posters lament. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he's a, he's a persecuted poster, and for that we salute. Oh, musky boy! Um, but he, yeah, he's he's just like a big fucking nerd, and it like not in the good like way that he runs a company and like a fucking space force. But um, yeah, it's it's just he can't keep his dumb mouth shut. He like recorded that rap about Harambe Fuck. like three years too late like he's just like he's like somehow it's like he archived the entire internet and he's like trying to catch up <laughs> like he reads it every night and he's getting a little closer to like modern day but he's just like reaching memes that happened a couple years ago it's just it's just bad like why don't like if you're that rich just fucking just go on, don't go online like you don't need to be there yeah. like there's no it's reason not for you to you. Like, post on Twitter that, like, when you post that it just tanks your company. That's poor appropriation. <laughs> it's true. It's all we have. Uh, but, yeah, he... Uh, what, oh, God, he's just... His reply guys, though, are some of the worst on the internet. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you, you like, send me some of the replies when we, like, trade stuff back and forth online of, like, different posts... And, like, Trump's reply guys are truly terrible on both sides. Uh, on both sides? On both yeah. sides. Um, just people who are like, I'm going to take you down with this reply. Or, like, you're doing a great job, Mr. Trump. Yeah. Um, but the emails. Both absolutely terrible. But the people who reply to Elon Musk tweets are the worst people on the internet. Oh, yeah. Like, by and, by and far, like, just terrible. I miss the use of the word fanboy. He's like the Joker CEO. <laughs> he's the CEO of Joker Corp. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah fanboy. It's now well now fanboys are stands. He's the mayor right? of Simpville. <laughs> My girlfriend Grimes is mad at me. 
<laughs> oh god yeah uh let's wrap joe this up rogan you got one more question okay uh oh, god i do love that picture of him smoking weed on joe rogan so with like the the de niro face that's what all of us look like the first time we smoke weed <laughs> um would you rather be the one who loves more or less in the relationship i fuck. i've been both ah uh, fuck i've definitely been both i feel like I- I feel like I've been both as well. Be- loving less definitely carries more guilt on my side. Yeah, it does for me too. And it's just not enjoyable. And I can get to the point where as long as there's not like a huge disparity, I could deal with loving more because that's just my personality. And when I'm all in, I'm all in. So I would say more. Yeah, I think that's normally my MO as well is I usually love more. Usually the problem is I, it's usually disparagingly more. Yeah, that's um, why I added that caveat. Yeah, uh, which is to a fault for sure. Um, it just depends on like kind of what kind of pain you want to feel later. <laughs> is true. You want to feel guilt pain or like emotional pain? Uh, I Both think I would of go which I am going pain. through right now. Both. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, guilt pain fucking sucks though, and it like it like. I don't know. It hurts in a different way. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think loving more is usually my mo. Uh, neither are great. They both suck. Especially, well, actually, what's worse is when it starts out pretty even and then slides in a different direction. Oh yeah, that's even worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The status quo. But yeah, I think uh, I think that kind of about wraps it up for this week. What yeah, do you think? I think this was a pretty good episode. Yeah, there were a couple other things I wanted to touch on, but we're we're going long yeah. here. Uh, we'll talk about the sun burning out later. <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't happen between now and then, oh, who knows? A week is a, is is the longest short time in 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 a while. Yeah. So, uh, you got any other people's content for this week? I do. So I have reached like peak consumption. Where, like, I don't want to watch any more TV. I don't want to read any more books. Even music is not doing it for me. So my other people's... Fuck. I know my other people's content is just sad sturbation. Just kidding. <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding. My... Uh, my uh, that reminds me. I love... I want to post it, but I didn't want to... I didn't know if it was uh, against your wishes. Just that screenshot of our conversation. Oh, no. You should definitely post that because it's perfect. All right we have a couple of things that just sum up our entire relationship uh that one was really good you have to describe it now <sighs> i want to post it but i want to find the other one actually i don't know if you saved it but there was another one on here too oh i sent you the sexy jet photo that was one of our episode photos uh of the the sexy uh blue angels jet yeah and then you just immediately responded, my uncle died. <laughs> and I have that screenshot, too. <laughs> so sexy, like, 4chan, uh, rule 34, jet. And then you saying, my uncle died. Do you know what is, like, the most troubling thing about that? What? My response, if it hadn't been that my uncle died, was that I had already seen that picture. <laughs> somewhere before <laughs> we got a lot of uh we got a lot of feedback on that imaging ruling yeah. but yeah then it's the other one you texted polarizing. me 
sadness masturbation is something next level sadsturbation and then i responded i just saw brad from bon appetit and an instagram famous dog on my walk and couldn't stop because i got diarrhea and was rushing home (laughs) it's perfect it's life Uh, imitates art we're nothing but just on all the time yeah so, so my... yeah, it's, it's sadsturbation, not no, your... No, that's not my other people's content. Because that is a good that, that's uh, my, endorsement. That's my content. That's uh, true. That's, that's some OC. Other people's content would be um, ordering Indian food, getting gulab jamun. Have you ever had that? No. It's like a, it's like a ball, like a doughy milk ball, just like mm. dripping in syrup. It's so good. The syrup is like uh rose and all kinds of stuff but save the syrup and mix it with iced coffee and if you really want to do it right toasted coconut almond milk which i've been having every morning and that's my other people's content for the week but that's still like content that you created more or less other other people made the syrup i'm just enjoying it that's true is there a specific restaurant you want to shout out for that? There's no, there's like not a lot of good Indian food in Philly, so no. There isn't in Jersey City either. It's like, At least that, there's some really, really good Indian food in Bucks County, which is super weird. Indian Garden yeah, in Yardley. Did we go there together? No, but when I worked in New Hope, there was like one of those like Indian buffets right across the street. Fuck, I love Indian buffets. And I would just buffets. like load up a fucking styrofoam container with just like a ton Something of Something we so can good. say goodbye to forever, probably. Probably buffets. Ugh. Fuck. Pour one out. Uh, okay, so mine are. I couldn't. It's actually two different podcasts, but they're specific. They're two interviews that were just fantastic. So, uh, True Anon episode sixty-seven. They interview Maria Farmer, who was the first person to come out about Jeffrey Epstein. Nice. And it's it's like a amazing interview. It's very he like didn't kill himself. It gets a little heavy. What was he that? didn't kill himself. <laughs> the I'm so sick of people taking that fucking thing too. It's like the Bush did 9/11. It's just so tired. Um, yeah, True and On episode 67. They, they, it's a pretty heavy conversation in some parts, but she's very upbeat. But she like talks very bluntly about like working for Jeffrey Epstein for years and like just wild shit and stuff like. The FBI won't like she's found other like evidence and the FBI won't even fucking return her phone calls at this point. And she's just so fed up. Like apparently she has cancer now and they actually raised a lot of money through the podcast to uh, to help her with that. Doing the Lord's work. She's like, listen, I'm like fucking dying and uh, I don't give a shit anymore. Like I'm just going to spill the awesome. beans. Really good episode. Uh, and then the other one, which is also equally crazy. The is are like, Trap fuck. Ha- she doesn't care. Chapo Trap does. House episode four eighteen. They have uh, half the episode is a interview with Steven Zonziger, and he's like um, he's a, a lawyer who does a lot of humanitarian kind of uh, lawsuits and things. He sued Chevron for essentially dumping toxic waste in the Ecuadorian rainforest, mm. and which is like completely crippled the population there. And there's all kinds of crazy shit that's happening, and because of it, so he sued Chevron. And because of that, there was this super fucked up shit that happened where essentially, like, the court hired private, you know, litigators who have defended Chevron in the past Mm -hmm. to litigate the case. Like, everything is so fucked. And he essentially has been under house arrest uh, since August. 
in as being in contempt of court via Chevron. Damn. So he's he's been stuck in his house for, you know, almost a full year because of corporate overreach and essentially how the corporations can control our legal system and kind of, you know, sla- like slap lawsuits. Uh, have you ever heard of slap lawsuit where essentially a company can just put you in the litigation until you run out of money and just ruin your life? Mm. Um, it's essentially that. And he's been under house arrest for almost a year Fuck. because of him, th- you know, threatening a, a major corporation. So it's a pretty wild interview about him talking about all that and like what he's been going through and, it's just an insane the amount of like corporate control there is in like our country and our legal system. And it's kind of a bleak look into the future of how corporations can kind of control private citizens. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, especially about speaking out against like corporate wrongdoing. Yeah. So really eye opening. Uh, they're pretty heavy interviews, but they're insanely informational. So uh, take it with a grain of salt, but definitely worth checking out. Uh, they're pretty wild. Nice. Uh, do you have any plugs this week? Yeah. So actually, a friend of mine just started a new podcast called Thank You for Your Time. Um, it's very nice. Um, I like it. Sounds like that should have been your other people's content. I mean, it's a plug. It's, it's a plug. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I think that they're on social as For Your Time Pod. So go listen to it. It's uh, it's good. They're form. What's it about? It's forty percent nonsense, and then Love their it. bio is two opinionated millennials discuss confronting your non-confrontational side, promoting challenging conversation, and entertaining just a little bit of nonsense. In short, we want you to give a damn, be passionate, and have fun along the way. New episodes every other Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I can get down yeah, with that. Yeah, it's nice. Every other week, though, it's a coward's game. Step it up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good to see like another woman because it's also a a a boy girl crew. It's good to see another nice. woman because I feel like all of the people in our little podcast circle are men who know each other. That's why I love advertising us as having a real live woman yeah. on the podcast. And there's a, <laughs> there's also bonus no risk of me sleeping with either of the people on it, so I won't have to ever stop listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, that's another motivation. Yeah, you know, aside from that, just, uh, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I've just been shit posting a lot. E M R I C C H I N I. And how about you, Dan? Uh, so you can follow me at Dan Bassini, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, no invite volume seven is out. Everything is available except for volume two, but, uh, shop small buy from me. I don't have a job at the moment. And, uh, who knows if these next stimulus bills go through or not. I could be very fucked. So, uh, yep, if you don't have any of the books yet, or if you have some missing in your collection, dambassini.com, click on store, check out my stuff. When things start opening up, if anyone needs any one-on-one style headshots, um, you know, any kind of stuff for blogs, I'll fucking take your Tinder photos. If you just need good photos for yourself, give a shout out, let me know. I'd be happy to do that because me photographing events may not be a thing for a while. So, uh, whatever your photo needs, let me know. And, 
yeah, you can follow us both at a nice life pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we've been a little more active on there. We're posting some real shit, some real nonsense. Because I introed the show, do I also get to say have a nice life at the end? I think we've been swapping off on that pretty evenly. But also, before I always forget to plug it. If you're, you know, Apple Podcasts, please rate review. Uh, it helps out with stupid shit like metrics and algorithms and and all that fucking terrible bullshit. Yeah. We can't um, let so Al Gore win. Be a big help. It takes you no time and no money, and you have plenty of time. Uh, so yeah, do that. It'd really help us out. And uh, Erica, if you want to take us out, have a nice life. Bye.